there are few people I know in this industry. This is Auto Collabs. Who are willing to go all in committing to uh, a word track, a shtick, a presentation. Uh, Steve Russler, who we're going to be talking to today, is one of those people. We're at ju just at a SoduCon in Baltimore, which went off like a big bang. Big one. And bro is walking around <laughs> in this Full ratty suit in looking, mouth. you know, ties kind of undone, cigarette hanging out of his mouth. And first, I got to admit, I'm like, what is he doing? The cigarette was the was the the dead giveaway. The dead giveaway. He was going all in, fully committed to what he was going to be talking about at a SoduCon. And so, you know, I'm excited to be able to chat with him today. How, how when, when did you guys first meet Steve? I think one of the times I remember interacting with him, I met him before this point, but it was taking a picture of his hair and Frank <laughs> Lopes's hair and, and posting a like who wore it better, a poll. I believe that was That's my perfect. first interaction. That's absolutely perfect. I probably met him on Clubhouse. Uh, and he was probably saying something about video at the, like when you talk about all in, he's just, he just goes all in, you know what he believes in and he has conviction about it. Uh, and, and the cool thing, like so much of what he talks about is right in line with, with where automotive has been and is headed. Um, so, you know, I, I'm always excited to, to chat with Steve. He's always got something up his sleeve and, and, uh, and got something new he's working on. So, uh, th and we hope you enjoy this conversation today with Steve Russell. At what point in your life, Steve, did you start saying it's rustler like wrestler? Really? Just yeah. all my life. I've always said Hulk Hogan used to be a. Now, if right. I do talk to you know Texas people, it'll be cattle wrestler. You know, so you got to be careful where you go. But <laughs> so, so you're you've got life. like the different ways that you say your name for each state, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, What's now I'm yeah, somehow in somehow in in Canada, you go up there and it's like it's rustler like the Queen. Yeah, yeah. somehow it relates no, to that. In, in, in Canada, it would be. Rustler. Rustler. <laughs> no, it's been called Rossler, Roosler, you know, it's it's everywhere. Everybody. Rustler. Steve, we were we were filming more than cars episode one in Frisco, Texas. And yes. we're sitting down and there we're like in this interview scenario, and you can you can kind of see where we were sitting if you look at all the interviews in that one. And all of a sudden you just walk in the door and behind and I look, I was like the does he, did he know we were here? Or is this just completely random? And it was completely random that you were just visiting a dealership. And that's part of your, that's part of like your regular cadence. How often are you in a store? Oh, Probably gosh. a lot, right? It just depends. I mean, you know, cause I'm going out there just like everybody else, you know, you're going out there visiting stores, trying to, you know, get everybody bought into some of the new ways of going out there and selling cars. So, and I'm in Dallas, I try to go visit, uh, in that case, it happened to be a Lithia account. So, you know, you guys are happen to be there and seeing those guys. So crazy. I mean, coincidentally, but yeah, I'll go wherever the job takes me. You know, if I'm doing a 20 group, I try to see local dealers in the area, try to do some presentations in the morning for dealers, just to inspire whether they're on our product or not, just to have some fun with stores. 
Would, has travel me, always been a part of your like business life? Is that just something that's that's native to what you've done, or has it been since auto? Yeah, no, it's it's kind of uh, interesting. My wife will tell you she felt like uh, a widow uh, for the last twenty years, just because of the fact that you know the last twenty years I've been doing. Wow, stuff. she must really love you. <laughs> well, that's what keeps marriage together, you know. Travel. Yeah, she's like leave. No, <laughs> he's like that's the reason we're still together. <laughs> Uh, but, but no, you know, what's kind of cool is, you know, I'm starting to wind down in my you know older life. Um, I'm trying to, you know, I like to go out and travel. I like to be selective in my travel, but, uh, you know, I, everybody thinks it's glamorous beyond the road and you guys know it's not, you're living in the hotel room and, you know, as many times I've been lips are all chap skins, dry, the pillows weird. It is just not nearly as glamorous as people think. No, what kind of hotels no. I mean, it, now if you go out there and you can make time Sahara. fun in the area, great, but. Otherwise, it's, you know, it's the hotel room. You're out to eat all the time. And, you know, it's, I don't know. I like the home-cooked meal more than anybody. So. I agree. And it is impossible to, like, eat. Not impossible, but real challenging to eat well and be good to oh, yourself ooh. when you're on the road. Why? Because you're exhausted and there's a Shake Shack. <laughs> I, I got to admit, Steve, I got to admit, when I, when I look up chief evangelist officer, for a brief moment, I'm like, what does that even mean? But but we were at a SoduCon and I stopped by one of the booths. You were hanging out for a minute. And out of nowhere, amidst the conversation, you're like, guys, you need to listen to my daughter's single. And you like pulled in like 17 people to this booth. Like it just happened like that. And you, and you dropped your phone on the desk and we're all sitting there listening to your daughter, who, by the way, a beautiful voice. And and singing and I, and in that moment I was like that's what it, I I'll, I I see why Steve's making believers. Man. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is I can't even take credit for the title. Carrie Weiss gave me the title way back when when she was a true car. So when I met her, uh, we were talking in Denver at the state meeting out there that Colorado does for the uh, dealer association board. So I that's where actually I came up with the title and then we looked it up. And if you go look up chief evangelist officer as far as the title it, it is a perfect fit for what me and Carrie and other folks like us do. Cause I always like that, you know, if I can get up on stage and speak and, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, convert somebody over into a new way of thinking that that's really what I love to do is really, uh, inspire change, uh, through data. And, but that title is great. And like in the last 20 years, just with all the travel, because I've been a part of startup, you know, as I even say, like now that drive centric, you know, we're getting, you know, got a lot of momentum in the industry. It's really, really cool. And I look for projects that keep me going. Um, and so with my daughter singing, for example, she's kind of like my new startup project. And I don't know anything about the music industry. I'm being a sponge in this world that Kyle and I live in here in Nashville. And just, I love to network, network with good people. And, uh, and, and, and like I said, this is my daughter's time to shine. So yeah, it's uh, her release is coming out October 13th. So I might as well give her a plug. Wait, are, so are you, are you saying you guys moved to Nashville to help your daughter get into the music bit? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it was a, uh, on, this was man. her dream. I've, I've lived my dream for a number of years, and I thought this is her time. So well, let's, let's give her some love. Like, wh where are we finding her on Spotify? Let's do it right now. Well, yeah, you can go look at uh, just, we create, my wife created the website. Um, it's jennawrestler.com. Um, and again, we just created all this stuff literally last week. 
So I don't have everything. But if you go to Jenna Wrestler, all the links are there. Um, and you can go to Spotify, I believe, and just get ready to download their music. And if you're listening, it's Jenna, R-O-E-S-S-L-E-R. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a mailing First, list going on. I'm on the site right now. Oh, man. Unbelievable. you got a whole thing here. Got this is amazing. got a little Nashville shot with the red boots and the guitar. <laughs> Upcoming gigs. Hey, oh, if you guys want to interview her afterwards, uh, by all means, you know, it's pretty cool. Uh, hey, may, may, maybe maybe we have a cameo at a SodaCon next year. Hey. Whoa. It's, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that could be cool. probably have, like, we're going to release one song a month for the next 12 months. That's the, that's that's the way to do it now. Cool. That's the way to do it. That's that's the way to do it. Absolutely. I'm so excited well, for your trip. I, this is what's cool because when, when I see that devotion and dedication, and when you say startup life, like, we've actually had this conversation. We had it with um with jimmy douglas yesterday and, and there's so many startups in auto of people that are just creating net new things and you've you said i've ex- had an experience about that I'm, I'm listening and like the thread is well my wife kind of like she was like i've been a widow for 20 years you know and i've been i've been alone and then you're like yeah we just we picked up and moved everything and this extreme dedication to craft I think is the through line here where it's like, no, all in all the time, even like right now you're wearing a team Jersey that size live with drive. Like, oh, I'm I thought all that was in. a pirate sailor costume, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but like this all in mentality that it takes to create net new. And I think, and, and dealers have this too, because it's constantly this ever evolving need and necessity to create net new because of the change in the way that the vertical operates. Where, where do you think you derived that desire and that drive to just be always all in, in whatever you're, you're, you're creating or a part of? Well, you know, um, I'll tell you what, so there is, I, I think everybody has this like, pinnacle of their career and they get knocked down to rock bottom. Um, at least that's my experience. So, um, you know, you guys know I was in the medical industry for a number of years. I thought I was going to live and die in the medical industry and, um, the pinnacle, um, or the, the, the downfall of me was when I got let go of Medtronic, you know, I was doing all the spinal cord stimulation and, you know, it's just like, you know, the pinnacle of everybody's career is to be a general manager, for example, and owner of a store in automotive. When you're in medical, it's to be in surgery. That's where the action is. And I learned at a very young age at around 30, that you're just a number. When you go work for a company like Medtronic, when you own 90% of the market, if you lose 1%, that's when jobs start getting cut. And, you know, you start seeing that even in automotive with these big companies doing layoffs. So mm. I got my first startup and literally I went from making a bunch of money all the way down to like rock bottom. And so just like Shark Tank, you know, you, when you are living on peanut butter and jelly and bologna sandwiches, uh, that was really the inspiration. And I had a family just then. Um, so I was, you know, working at uh, Dynalabs was my first startup. And then... Um, you know, I was tutoring math on the side. So I was doing two, three jobs, delivering flowers. Um, so, you know, I, you know, when you're, when you work for a big company, you, you can hide when you work for a small company, you can't hide. So that's the way I tell everybody that's in the entrepreneurial world is you, you know, you become living what you, what you work. And I love what I've done, you know, even with those previous companies, but there's nothing like hitting rock bottom. And even now with drive centric, 
the, the, my mentality is I still feel we're a startup. And I think mentally that's what keeps me going. If I ever thought we were a huge company, like the big boys that are out there, I think it would get boring. And so I try to find mm. new projects to do new verticals to get in. So it keeps me hungry. Um, I have to say like just witnessing you kind of like on the field, you totally behave like a startup entrepreneur, right? Yeah, thank you. I, it, it's, and it's, and that's one of the reasons that like, I move closer to people like that. You know what I mean? So I see that and I'm like, I understand the game you're playing. So it, it is interesting that like you try to keep that fresh. I think all of us aspire to the point where we can actually not have to be in that game, but realize like that's the way we continue to win. So yeah, it's true. If you get comfortable, that's, that's your demise. Uh, it, it, there's just, you, you industry's got moving too fast. Like yeah. it's constantly moving. And if you get comfortable, it's like, it's just getting further and further away from you F faster than ever. Actually. I, I, what I do is I love to create new uh, vernacular. I like that in automotive, that word vernacular. So, you know, please, I, maybe, <laughs> maybe some more acronyms would help us. Well, it's like, I, because I've been in three industries now, I try to bring things from outside of automotive to make it fresh in automotive. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that's kind of like the fun part of what I do every day is, you know, cause once I start talking like, you know, I talk video, we talk AI, we talk a lot of different things, but, but now I'm on these, you know, new things that I'm kind of thinking, I'm studying the customer's behavior. And I think, how can I bring this into medical, into automotive or mm -hmm. like DC 20, you know, uh, is an event we do. And I brought that kind of event in. I was going to ask you about that. Explain that event because I think a lot of people have seen it on LinkedIn and seen it around where like you're in uh, your headquarters and you have like this big screen and kind of a, a, a decent size, but still small group of people like paying attention is, is my observation from the outside in. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. What we've done is you basically create um, in the medical industry, what you would do is to make doctors better, surgeries better. Uh, so they can go from two procedures to three procedures. I would take like, let's say a surgeon, down to Miami or to Rush Hospital, wherever. And they would go in there and witness how to do a, a procedure quicker and faster so they could make more money. So in the world of automotive, I, until we got to a facility where we could do it, I thought, man, if we learn all best innovative practices of what stores are doing progressively to change the customer's experience to be a positive experience, a positive reaction. So as dealerships will come to us and they're on our product, they're sharing how they use it. So just like we would train like doctors or, you know, pharmacists to, you know, teach other pharmacists kind of do the same thing. We are trying to uh, develop speakers that are in automotive, but whether it's general managers, whether it's internet directors, marketing directors. And so they come in and they share their insight of what they are doing to make their dealership grow. Doesn't have to be around drive centric. It has to be inspiring others to go out there and think differently. So like this next one we have, uh, we're having, you know, Walzer come in from marketing and uh, Shomp Automotive, uh, James Kirkenbach from uh, Shomp Automotive does a brilliant job, in my opinion, mm -hmm. marketing uh, what they do at Shomp. Uh, Walzer, Sammy does a great job over there. And then we're bringing in like other dealers to talk about internet processes, uh, hopefully Travis Morris and Chip uh, from Sealy. And then they just go out there and they share. They say, this is what we're doing. And then dealerships collaborate and become small little workshops. So we have like 65, 70 dealers come in and then we break 65, 70 people up into four groups and they rotate around kind of like a progressive party at, uh, you know, in college and, <laughs> and they go in all the different rooms and then it becomes more intimate 
And they basically say, if I'm going to look at you from my eyes, this is where you suck. So it's very different. It's, it's more workshop driven than presentation driven, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. The the other thing that is similar that you guys did a long time ago, and I'm not sure like where the where the creative juice for this came, um, but you you've created this like feedback loop within the drive centric platform that allows for people to essentially like Reddit upvote kind yeah. of the 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 ticket requests or the Ooh. or the feature requests yeah how talk a little bit about that and and like, like where the idea for that came from well you can imagine and there's other platforms out there that take feedback like that but you know we obviously want to listen to what dealers are saying to make the product better um we have a uh, dealer advisory board uh that we were doing but we we're like you know it's so it's still so small and salespeople because they're used in the platform they go out there and they say like, you know, just how can we reduce like one click, right? I mean, Kyle, you used it. So if I can help reduce one click and make it easier on the users to use the product, uh, let's do it. But we get feedback, as you can imagine, when you're a technology company like we are, people, the baby's always ugly. So how can you make the baby more beautiful? And so that's the feedback channel. So if people go in there and say, I want, for example, text templates yes if you're on here listening to it we are building text templates now we have fought that but the audience has spoken so we're going to build text templates inside drive yeah okay uh but anyway but those are some of the things if, if the audience goes out there and speaks and they vote on it then we build it so um it is pretty cool to see how everybody goes in there and they search for different topics like you know ai talking spanish or um, how to reduce a click. I mean, there's a lot of different feedbacks and, and we just take it with a grain of salt. But if there's like only like people that vote on, you know, one topic of five things, then obviously doesn't, they're trying to get more votes on it. So it's pretty yeah. cool. It's awesome. You know, doing the, staying in touch with the people on the front line is kind of a lost art. And you, I think a lot of the times you see as companies get bigger, they lose that. Oh, right. Totally. And fighting to keep that. Cause that's inevitably the path, right? Somebody comes up quick, innovative, team super attentive to the product and what's happening at the front because they have to be. Because if they're not, people stop buying and they don't have enough critical mass to actually keep the company going. And then they get bigger and then you know, it just gets a little more bloated and then more and more the, the, the you know, dev team is separated from what the actual need is, right? So you get in this little box where people just start building and making decisions and so like, I'm. I'm encouraged to hear that you're you're just very intentionally staying close to the front line because yeah, I mean, it's all about just listening to the users and whether we believe it's right or wrong or that's not what we're trying to build. That's critical. Cool. I mean, that's a critical sure. element. So like in, yeah. in agency life, you know, my position is this is that, you know, especially when you're dealing with creative, especially when you're dealing with creative is that <laughs> is that you speak your piece. And you say, hey, you hired me to advise you. This is what we think is best, and this is why. But in the end, after you speak your piece, you still have to do what the, the client or the user wants because yeah. if you don't, they're never going to get behind it. Like, it's doomed to fail. It's right. doomed to fail because now they have a vested interest in it not working because they're like, I told you it wouldn't work, you know, or I told you it was bad creative or whatever. So yeah. that's cool. Well, this, this also kind of ties back to that whole startup mindset that we were talking about earlier. When you, you, I mean, we see it all the time. There are, you know, if you look at 
Amazon or Google and you try and recommend some, uh, you know, a fix or a whatever to them, their, their mindset is, did, did somebody just, did you guys hear something? You know, like, <laughs> did somebody say something, you know, and just something as simple as what you're talking about is really a testament of that startup culture where you're like, no, the, the people that pay us for this are the ones that are going to guide it. How do you, how do you balance that though? Cause there's gotta be some outlandish <coughs> requests. I would imagine. Oh, there's no, I, you just gotta go out there. I mean, I like, look, the users of drive and maybe, um, you know, people will kind of feel this. We, we try to point everybody there. I think people have a whole bunch of feature requests and what we're trying to do. And it, like, I would say, Hey, Michael, do me a favor. It's an interesting request. Go under the megaphone and put your request in or see if there's other ones like it. So we can listen to it. We take a lot of that and we point to it, which can get annoying to a lot of people, as you can imagine, Kyle, go on there and vote. don't tell me to go vote for it. You know, that's what we get. Right. But, it's the way we accumulate the data and make better decisions. And, and you know, if I, cause I do, I get a lot of phone calls about integration requests or the feature requests. I mean, it just never ends. So Single we need sign on requests for agency partners. There you go. I mean, just add to the list, Michael. Add to, add to say it. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but it just, it never ends. And uh, I mean, I, I'm, I usually take two integration like requests a day. I mean, it's just wow. hard. It's hard. And then not alone, you got to build some of the things like, you know, some of the things we have to do with OEMs or you have to do with uh, DMSs or, you know, things of that nature. It never ends. And uh, it's a hard job. I think if you were to talk to our um, CEO, Dave Foles, who, you know, asked me to join this company, you know, nine years ago was literally October 1st was my anniversary in automobile. Wow. Congratulations. Cool. Yeah, I survived nine years. But um, if you were to ask him, would you do this all over again? He would not do it because of all the headaches, you know, OEM certification, all the integrations, the requests. Wow. And, you know, it's, it, it is really hard being a CRM company in 2023. What, no what do you think he would do instead? Open up a chain of go-kart, and I don't, I don't know what we would do. I mean, um, I just, <laughs> oh, he just froze. So I didn't hear the question. <laughs> I would probably still be in the medical industry if uh, he didn't build this. I mean, there you go. There you go. I, I mean, I love the car industry, so I'm so glad everything always happens for a reason. But uh, this, I mean, I was kind of like the black sheep in the medical industry. So this is an industry that really I can relate to. Uh, just how to talk to people and things like that. This is a this is a great fun industry for anybody. Totally, absolutely. Well, Steve, we are super glad you're in this industry, and it's always fun being around you and having a conversation. Uh, n never a lack for energy uh, and insights. Congratulations on what you built yeah. uh, alongside David at, at Drive Centric, and, and look forward to the uh, next coming years to see what you guys do. And uh, of course, on behalf of all of us, thanks for joining us here on Auto Collapse. We're still just starting, man. Lots of stuff to come. Um, that's why I, I always say, if somebody says, oh, you're a CRM company, no, we're a technology company. So we continue to innovate. So there's a lot of things on the horizon. So yeah, we're not done at all. Okay, if you have not gone and checked out Steve's daughter's website. You absolutely should because like, 
JennaRustler.com because we've all heard her sing and she's an up and coming artist. And hey, why not support someone in auto that's got some chops and, and, and kudos. But I love how, like, I was connecting to the dots. Like, oh my goodness. You, you said this Cirillo at the beginning, like someone that can go all in on whatever he's doing right now, whatever the, the word track, the line of thought is, he goes all in. Like he's like, oh, daughter needs to be in the music industry. Oh, we're moving to Nashville. Move to the center of the, move to the nucleus of the, yeah. You know, and also just like kudos, Steve, what a good dad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like my, my 14 year old was like, dad, I want to be in the NBA. I was like, <laughs> you're never going to be in the NBA. You're like great, <laughs> but he goes all dude. Like kids. they drop everything, and I and I mean, a move is recent in my mind. I never want to move ever again for the rest of my life. Uh, it, it is a, a what a what a thing. But you know, good parents like this. I think this is part partly what Auto Collabs is all about: getting to know these people when when we lift the cloak of the workplace and the right. company they work at. Like here are two parents that care so deeply about their children that they're willing to just go burp, uproot, boom. You know, we don't know if she's going to make it. We don't know, but they believe so deeply in their hearts. Like this is the thing that we do and, and how they support. And I think that's, that's the thing that really was an underscore for me in this episode. Talking to him is just, that's who, that's who he is as a person. I think the type of person in those situations, the type of person you are, shows very clearly. And that's one of the things about the Asoto community and Asotocon is that you you gather not just the like-minded people, but the like-hearted people. And the speed and the the speed that comes from that is like a multiple. Just because once you know the person, you're like, ah, I know your I know your intention for me. Really is what what it starts. And when once you know someone's intention. You can take a lot of things at face value and then really start working on the work. So uh, we hope you did a little working on the work and understood a little bit more of our intention today. On behalf of Kyle Mountseer, Michael Cirillo, and myself, thank you for listening to Auto Collab. Sign up for our free and fun-to-read daily email for a free shot of relevant news in automotive, retail, media, and pop culture. You can get it now at asotu.com. That's A-S-O-T-U.com. If you love this podcast, Please leave us a review and share it with a friend. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time. Welcome, Welcome to, to Auto Collapse. <laughs> Why are we recording? Are we rolling yet? <laughs>